Lord God, uh, what can we say about this story? What can we say about our part in it? What can we say about you? Um, I pray, Lord, as we pause, just simply to reflect for a few moments on what this story is, what it means, um, that you would speak to us. And I pray, um, as we are at the beginning of Holy Week, that this week truly would be for each of us a time when we reflect that, Lord, you moved with purpose and intention towards us to save us, even when we threw the worst that we possibly could at you. You died for us. You forgave us. And we love you, Lord. Speak to us now. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, here we are. Holy Week. I want you to think back just to a few moments ago when we were outside. Um, it was a little confusing. There was excitement. There were people asking, what are we doing? Where are we going? What's happening? Multiply that by about 10,000. And you have some sense, maybe, of what it was like when Jesus rode into the city of Jerusalem. And that's what I want us to think about is there's so much in this story that we just heard that's sort of out of control. There's just stuff that's happening. Uh, maybe, children, you were surprised when people were yelling all sorts of different things. It seems a little bit out of control. And kids, I want you to think about maybe one time or maybe many times, you were playing with a brother or sister or a friend and things get a little bit rough and your parents in the other room and somebody falls off the couch and suddenly a lamp is broken on the floor and the, your parent walks in and what do you say? I didn't do it on purpose. I didn't mean to. It was an accident. Sometimes things just happen and we don't know exactly what's going on or how to understand them. I didn't do it on purpose. I didn't mean to. It was an accident. When things go a little bit crazy, those are things that we like to say because we don't always understand what's happening. But when we look at this story, there's so much going on. There's so much packed into this one week of Jesus' life. There's so much packed into it that we take a whole week to think about it and pray through it and have all these services where we pause. Monday, Thursday, Good Friday, Easter. There's so much going on. But in the midst of all that chaos, there's one person who's calm and still and who knows what's going on. And it's the person you would least expect. It's Jesus. He knows what's going on. He's moving with purpose. Isn't that interesting? The one person who you think would be losing it is the one who is completely in control. And I love the way that Ben read the lines from Jesus is that there was a, there was a determination and a, a purposefulness in those words, even in the midst of sadness, even knowing that one of his friends was gonna betray him, another one of his friends was gonna pretend like he didn't even know him, Jesus moves with purpose and intention through these events. The opening prayer before we came in, one of the phrases in there is the, that these are the acts of love by which you have redeemed us. Jesus is moving with purpose, and what is that purpose? 
acts of love by which you have redeemed us. Father and Son working together to bring about our salvation. Jesus knows what he is doing and he knows why he is doing it. Even though everyone around him is maybe confused or angry. Jesus says this in the middle of his supper with his disciples. The Son of Man is going as it has been determined. The Son of Man is going as it has been determined. This is on purpose. It's with an intention. Even with the donkey or the colt, there's a purpose. Jesus says, go, it's gonna go down just like this. You're gonna go to this street corner, there's gonna be a donkey tied right there, you're gonna say this and this and this because the master has need of it. From the outset, he's in charge. He knows what's going on. He gives them a meal to remember them by, to remember him by. He gives them communion, the Eucharist, that we still celebrate, that we do in remembrance of him, where he promises to be with us. And this night, when he knew that he would be betrayed, that he would be arrested, that he would be beaten, he pauses, he slows down, he moves with purpose. He has a plan. He knows how it will go. He tells them that one of them will betray them. He tells them that Peter will deny him. He knows what is happening and he allows it to happen. Think of the moment when the disciple, Peter, decides to cut off the ear of the soldier. He thinks he's doing what he should be doing and Jesus says, enough. He speaks with authority and he heals the man. That's somebody who's in charge. And yet, he's led away, arrested, like a lamb going to slaughter. He goes as it has been determined. The acts of love for our redemption. He tells them that this must be fulfilled. This is how it has to happen. And he says that even when he's arrested, he says that even when he's put on trial, he says that even when he is beaten, when the crowd is crying out against him, even when he is crucified, in the midst of that, he says, Father, forgive them. They do not know what they do. I was on a prayer retreat once um, where we were told to pick one of the passion narratives, so either from Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John from Palm Sunday all the way through the resurrection, to read it two or three times, and then just to sit silently and imagine being there, being in the crowd. What was it like waving the palms? What was it like to hear Jesus teach in the temple? What was it like to see him overthrow the money changers tables? Just putting yourself in the story. All the way up, all the way through the dinner, all the way through the trial, all the way through the beating, even to the crucifixion. And the, re- the retreat guide who gave me this exercise said, when you put yourself in the story, you're gonna wanna do something. Don't. You're gonna put yourself in the story and you're gonna wanna do something. You're gonna wanna change it. Don't. There was a ton of wisdom in that because this is how it had to happen. It doesn't always make sense. It's confusing. It can be chaotic. It can be loud. It can feel like nobody's in charge. And yet, these are the acts of love by which 
he redeemed us. Or to put it another way, Jesus did it on purpose. Jesus meant to. It wasn't an accident. These were acts of love for our redemption. So, we have Holy Week before us. We have a Monday, Thursday service. We have Good Friday service here at noon. And then we have Easter Sunday. It's an opportunity for us to step back, to pause, to slow down. The Gospels go so fast. The stories about Jesus go so fast. I mean, we meet him when he's 30, you know, and then it just speeds up. But where does it slow down? <laughs> Holy Week. It almost slows to a crawl compared to the rest of the book. Why? Because these are the acts of love by which he redeemed the world, the Father and the Son together. So my, my invitation to all of us, to myself included, is to slow down. To not want to do something, but simply to watch and to be grateful and to say yes, to look at the cross and say, I don't always understand it. It seems so horrible. And yet you say, this is how you save us. Thank you. That's what Holy Week is for. And then next Sunday, after we go through all of that, we get to say, that's not the end of the story. He goes through it and comes out the other side in victory. And that is the hope that we have. So we go into Holy Week, not in despair, but in hope that there's something on the other side, not just for Jesus, but for us, because we serve a God who acts with intention to redeem us and to breathe life into things that are dead. Amen. Lord God, this is the story of stories. It's the story that sits at the middle of everything, everything that we believe, everything that we are, everything that we will be. And I pray for all of us that this holy week would be a time, a special time, when we have a clear sense, Lord, that this was for us, for each and every one of us. We thank you, Lord, for your purpose, for your intention, for your love, and your, for your forgiveness. And we pray this in the blessed name of Jesus. Amen.